recording? All right, let's go. Let's hop right to it. Here we go. Whisper of how I'm yearning to mingle with that old-time broad. Give my regards to old Broadway and say that I'll be there long. All right. And, of course, the great... James Cagney, give my regards to Broadway, and uh, that can mean only one thing that I'm joined once again by the voice of the Broadway Fighting Gobblers, Micah Morris. Micah, how are you? I, I don't know if we can call you the, that, or do we need to call you the, the man who may never lose another regular season game again in the Hburg FFL at this point. I don't know. What's what's going on? And I probably still need to be called the voice of the of the gobblers because look I, it's a tough game this week i'm worried about it oh, so please uh it's been a nice little run but uh you know i'm gonna have a little bit of uh, enjoyed it but uh you gotta have luck man you gotta have a lot of luck when it comes to fantasy football and i've been lucky for the last year but uh <laughs> who knows every week to week now well I'll tell you, when you were you, we spoke to you a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my brother was here, and uh, I, I believe I asked the question: um, Do you do you think you know after the 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 thirteen and zero regular season last year, if you could do it again? And I believe your response was uh, you didn't think so, but you might need to uh, make a couple trades. Uh, and. Uh, it's and since then, and we and uh, Corby and I talked about it, and and, and going thirteen and zero, I thought I'd never, I'll never see that again. And I think you might have pulled off another thing that I don't think I'll ever see again. You the last week pulled off two multiplayer, uh, four player trades that went down at the exact same minute, nine seventeen p.m. on September twenty second. Um, you traded. Uh, Robert Woods and and or you received Robert Woods and Melvin Gordon and traded uh, Chris Carson and Michael Gallup to uh, to team ownage. Um, Corby and I were uh, maybe not as uh, thrilled about that one. We thought giving up Carson was a lot, but then Carson gets hurt, so you obviously were very prescient in 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 that move. And then uh, the other one, uh, Flag Bros, you trade uh, Ertz and Ty Hilton and get uh, Thielen and Jared Cook. And uh, Corby and I thought you made out like a bandit on that one. Um, so those two go down, and then two days later, you trade with Paul, you give up, you flip Jared Cook and Antonio Gibson and get Mark Ingram and Austin Hoover, and I thought that was a really good trade as well. So um, how did all this go down, I guess, is question number one. And uh, question number two is, do you think that, that, that now this is going to be, the, you made the trades and this is the undefeated uh, season again? Well, I, I still need some work, I think. Um, yeah, I, I'm in a situation now where I'm not as maybe uh, – it's one of those where I have to make a decision week to week with Thielen and, and Woods, which I don't love doing, but it is what it is. I'm glad to have to make that decision than, you know, not have a, a second receiver. But um, uh, I, I don't think I'll go 13-0. I'll just put that out there. I don't think that's going to happen. It might end this week. But – uh, all in all, yeah, that was a crazy thing. I texted Dave on Tuesday. I texted Lee on Tuesday evening. I walked away from my phone to put my kids to bed, and I had two texts wait for, waiting for me when I got back and um, just sort of acted at the same time. They both proposed deals, um, and, and I clicked accept at the same time, and that's why it went down to the minute. But 
the Carson deal, I was mad at myself. I got to be honest. I don't lose much sleep over fantasy football, but I did <laughs> on Tuesday. Night. I was not happy with myself after that Carson deal. Um, there were there were a couple of things with it. If you go and, and look at week six, I had multiple buys that week. Matter yeah. of fact, I had uh, Carson, who was my third running back, and Kamara. I think Kamara was on a buy that week or is on a buy. So I was kind of you know, trying to figure out something to do in that situation. Knew I wanted to try and use Carson to get a receiver, which uh, which I was able to do. I was happier with the Ertz deal. I went into the year happy with Hayden Hurst as my mm-hmm. as my tight end. So I was I was happy with that. Just kind of fell into Ertz, and I really wanted to try and turn him for a receiver, and was able to do it. Got Thielen, which I was happy about. So we'll see what happens now uh, moving forward. Yeah, I was uh, I was upset with that Carson deal too because I was like, man, I, if I knew Michael was looking for a receiver, he should have hit me up. Although I, I probably would have uh, probably would have offered, I would have thrown in Beckham for sure. I don't know how that how that much that would have moved the needle the way he's been playing. I I don't know. I, I, you probably could have talked me into Lockett. That would that would have been uh, tough after uh, what he did this past week. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was a uh, it was an exciting thing to see. I think you made as many. Uh, as many trades as, as I've made in 20 years, you made in about 20 minutes. So that was uh, quite the quite the uh, sight to see. So uh, if, if there was ever any question about who the true trade king is, um, I think you've got the throne for now, unless uh, unless the shark can uh, start making some wheel and deal and moves and, and reclaim his throne. But he's, he's got a long way to go to pick that up. So um, well, the truth is, I'm never afraid to, to move anybody. I don't understand John's John Neff's stance about being unwilling to trade. Uh, it's hard to trade in this league, but if you can make your team better by moving players, uh, I think you got to do it. And I think even giving up Chris Carson, I think my team is better now than it was a week ago or, you know, was better going coming out of uh, week three before it was coming out of week two. So, look, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm always willing to, to move players. No, I do. I I, I uh, completely agree with you here, um, and we can uh, get right into talking about some of these games here. So if the uh, if I'm looking at it here, and I like to start with opponents, and this looks like 42 point victory. Is this right? Yeah, 42 point victory. Iron Flag Bros, uh, fresh off the trade, um, as we talked about, and I think he was kind of in that same boat. He had the he was having to make that receiver call with with Thielen, and I think the first couple of weeks he uh, had been making the wrong wrong play between Diggs and Cooper and Thielen. So I think he was trying to kind of free up some of his decision making there. And uh, clearly uh, the the trade I don't know if it really helped him out all that much with Ertz only putting up a seven, um, but uh, Josh Allen. Uh, 43 points, Mike. I don't think, you know, he'd been playing Rodgers, and I think this is Josh Allen's job now. Uh, you got to think. I would think so. I mean, he had made the wrong decision quarterback-wise for the first two weeks, and it had cost him games. Um, Allen has looked like an MVP early in this year. It, it, just the way he can do it with his arm. I think he's thrown for over 300 yards in every game and you look four touchdowns this week he also had another rushing touchdown I mean he's the real deal that Buffalo team is good and he's playing against some defenses that are eh, not as good 
So, uh, yeah, Josh Allen is good, and I, I agree with you. I think he's got this job locked up. Lee has scored the most points between his bench and his starters over nearly 700 points for the first three weeks. Yeah. Um, so he's putting up a ton of points. Yeah, I saw that stat, and I know, you know, last week I think his bench would have been near near the high-scoring team if he would have played it right. Yeah, I, I like I like Lee's team. I think he's definitely got a contender there. And, uh, yeah, that Robinson on Jacksonville looks like he, he got a – a steal off the waiver wire with that guy too. Um, so yeah, I think Lee's uh, despite the the slow start, I, he bet he was uh, better than his 0-2 record uh, would have indicated. Certainly, um, other side of the ball here, uh, John B. Neff, 109-53 for Russell Wilson, who uh, is uh, continues to to shine, but um, not much here uh, for for John B. He's got some injuries, but the, the the Michael Thomas injury continuing to really hurt him as he gets four combined from uh, from Green and 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 Brown and uh, Gurley and Johnson go for fourteen and ten and and, and th- this was one where after you were making those moves, I was kind of in the situation where I was like, well, I was trying to think like I need I needed a running back and can I trade a receiver? And then I was like, well, who has a third re- running back they would trade and. I was like, John B., maybe, you know, if he wanted to flip Mostert while he's hurt, but then I'm like, well, John, it's not even worth putting the call in, you know? Like, John B. is on record, you know, and I don't, I don't want to waste my breath, but um, he, he's he got problems, although it looks like Thomas is going to be coming back now. You think that's, uh, I mean, the, the way Wilson's playing, uh, you know, he, he, you're gonna, he's going to get you in some games, but I'm, I'm just not sure about this, this roster. Well, I'm... I'm... With you, uh, Wilson is right now maybe the best player in fantasy football. Maybe these two quarterbacks are the best players in fantasy football. But when you look at the receivers, you know, can Green get on the same page as Joe Burrow? Hollywood Brown is a week-to-week. I mean, look what he he decrapped a bed this week like that entire offense did. Um, I I would be really concerned. And if I'm John, this is – you get Thomas back, but I would throw that no trade thing out the window and start looking to somehow find a a second receiver. I would probably even look at trying to move Kelsey at this point. Um, uh, I don't trust the running backs. I don't David Johnson and, and Gurley. They're both they, they just look washed up. I don't like either one of them. I know they both put up double digits this week, but look, Johnson had twenty three rushing yards. Yeah. You know, Gurley had eighty, but still, I I would be concerned. Tough matchups. Yeah, I mean, David Johnson's had probably the hardest stretch. What is it, what they've played? What Kansas City, Baltimore, Pittsburgh to start. So, yeah, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, I like. Uh, I think Lee's definitely headed in the right direction out of uh, these two teams here. Um, so we got a forty-two point win for this one. We also had a forty-one point win, Mike. And this is a team that you know pretty well. The MM's Red Wolves. I got it right this time. Uh, one thirty six to ninety five over uh, my brother's Gambinos and uh, Dak Prescott another massive game another forty point game another four hundred passing yard day here uh, this time he had three passing touchdowns instead of the three rushing touchdowns but huge game there Kamara thirty seven and uh, ten from Sanders and uh, Ridley a down game with only sixteen another hundred yards so uh, as he continues to be um, the the number one receiver. That's good for 136, and uh, for Gambinos, he got production at the top, uh, 22 from Stafford, 28 from Cook, and 19 from Eckler, but was uh, let down uh, at the bottom there as uh, his uh, his number one waiver pick, Deontay Johnson, left early with a uh, concussion. Um, so bad luck. I don't think he was gonna. I don't think he was gonna get you. I don't think he had the horses to get you this week with uh, the with Kamara and uh, Prescott going there. So. 
Um, tough break, but uh, the uh, the trade, early returns on the trade looking pretty good here. Yeah, I mean, Woods had 16 on the bench, Thielen with eight I was happy with. I was a little surprised Mike didn't start Keenan Allen after he picked him up on Friday. Yeah. I would have probably started him over Deontay Johnson. I was a little surprised he didn't go that route. Um, but uh, I was worried through that 1 o'clock game. Um, Dalvin Cook had that huge game. And, and I was looking up at Mikey for a while, and I was I was concerned. But, I, you know, Dak really had that huge second half. And obviously when I went into Sunday night down, I think, three or four with, with Kamara and Tucker still to go, I felt pretty good about my chances. Yeah, yeah, I really blew it on that Keenan Allen thing. I was like, I had the number one pick, and that's why I was trying to make a swing of trade because I, I knew I could pick up Allen, but I've always been a four running back guy, especially with uh, – with McCaffrey on IR and uh, yeah, just couldn't couldn't find the couldn't find the fit and just kind of gifted uh, old Keenan Allen to my brother there. So that was uh, that was tough, but you know he's out in three, he's out in two. I figured he could use a, he he could use a break. You know I don't need to, to screw him out of there, but um, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Is there any coming back from this here? I I think you know you talk about teams, you know uh, Gambino's sort of in, in the same boat that you were. He, he, he went, and his strategy of going the three running backs in the top three picks, you know, that's all well and good, but you can't play them all. And, you know, and he's got 28 from Cook, 19 from Eckler, and 25 from Connor. Is, is you know, is, is this a team that needs to to make a move or, you know, I, you know, I don't know, you know, maybe, maybe another receiver. I mean, obviously, um, Allen, you know, fits in nicely there and one of the receivers, but I'm just not sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm like you, I'm, I'm not sure. I like the running back situation with Cook and Eckler and Connor. Um, but you know, can you turn one of those into a, a top flight receiver? That would be big. I mean, I, I like McLaurin, but uh, it's just Haskins is not very good. And uh, I think Allen will fit in nicely, but I think he still is maybe one move away. Are we going to see? That's your beloved Washington football team. Is, are we going to see Alex Smith at any point this season? Or are we ready to, to give up on the – or are you just – you that's too risky? You don't want to see him get hurt again? Uh, I mean, it would be a great story. But, I, man, if I were him, there's no way. I'd take my money and I'd be done after that. I know you want to prove you can get back, but uh, you're going to see Kyle Allen. I wouldn't be surprised – or Kyle uh, – is that his name? The, yeah, from Carolina. The backup. Yeah. yeah, I think you'll see him this week because I just think they're going to get thrashed by the Ravens, and, and I think you'll see him, but uh, who knows? It's just That team's just not very good. Yeah, and uh, and, and lost their, your uh, stud uh, Chase Young, right? He's now he's out for a while. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Uh, and it looks like it. And who knows? We didn't even touch on the uh, the COVID outbreak today. That's the first NFL COVID outbreak. So I mean, who knows if this how, how long this uh, season's going to go on, or if there'll be more of these to come. So what do you? What's your uh, professional sports broadcaster take on on, uh, on on this? Well, I don't know that I have a professional take on it from a broadcaster perspective, but it was bound to happen eventually. The question is when they play the game, are they going to play it? I can't see them playing it Tuesday. I mean, the Titans haven't practiced. Um, I think it's going to get pushed back to, I think it's going to be a bye week for 
for the Steelers and the Titans. And uh, I think they're going to play later on in the season. And I think that really causes some question for some lineups moving forward for a lot of these teams. And we can talk about that when we start looking at we this will. week's games. It's certainly affecting me in, in, uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a quarterback <laughs> position, which I, I'm not thrilled about here. Um, all right, so next game. A lot of blowouts this week. 39-point win. Thaw Nasties improves to 2-1. and one. Cockheads down to 0-3. Oh this is 127-88. to 88. Um yeah, we talked about Allen and uh, and and Wilson going off and and being the best players, but Patrick Mahomes, I think, wanted a word in this one with 54 points there, uh, five total touchdowns. Um, Henderson off the bench there is uh, with 22. He's looking like a pretty good pickup, uh, at least for the time being. I don't know how how long anyone holds that job in the the Rams backfield, but he seems to have it for now. And uh, 18 for Hopkins. That's good for 127 for Paul. Um, nobody, uh, Lamar with just a dismal game, not even 100 passing yards, um, 15, uh, 12 for Singletary, 12 for Evans, and uh, 12 for Smith-Schuster, but uh, Buccaneers D had 22 for him, but that's only good for 88, and uh, Mike Evans with the fun li- uh, line there, uh, Micah, two two catches, two yards, two touchdowns, how about that, that's something, that's, that's a bright spot for uh, old cockheads. That's a good way to get 12 points. Very efficient. But... Uh, boy, this this yeah, this game was tied at seventy three going into Monday night, and uh, Mahomes just blew the doors off Lamar, and I thought Jackson looked terrible. I, I had I wanted no part of Jackson in the draft. Uh, it's just I didn't I don't think he's a great passer. He's obviously a dynamic runner, but I wanted no part of him, and certainly not where he was being drafted. Well, if he I, yeah, the fourth or I, fifth I, round, I thought... maybe we can talk. Yeah, but, I I thought Paul. I mean, we said it at the at least I did, and a few other people, you know, it was like that move he made to trade back to 10 and then take Lamar at the turn at that 10-11. I mean, I, I've never been an early round QB guy, so I can, you know, far be it for me to say, but, um, you know, we'll see. And it certainly has not paid off so far with the 0-3 start. So, and, 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 and Paul's in a tough spot because he's, he's got him and Cam, and I know he's been shopping those guys, and, and I don't know what the, the, the QB market is. I mean, I, there's certainly... Me, I, I'm I'm in the market for a QB, but uh, yeah, I don't know how many other people are in this league. But everyone's already got to, and uh, you know, and I don't know what. Uh, unfortunately, all I have to really offer is a is a receivers, and that seems to be the strength of Paul's team. So that's why I haven't really been able to find a, a deal that I thought would work there. So I'm not sure what the what the answer is. Um, but for Lance, well, you uh, know, it's interesting if oh yeah, go sorry, ahead. Sorry, if you no, look yeah. at if you look at these two teams. They they took quarterbacks early, mm-hmm. and I think when you and I think quarterback and tight end, yes, there are some top end guys, but when you take a quarterback or a tight end in the first or second round, you really leave yourself open to needing to find a running back, especially this year, or try and piece together a receiving core. They both have pretty solid receiving cores, but they both really need at least one running back, and I think that's that's to your detriment when you take a tight end or a quarterback in the first or second round. You're stuck really in a hole at some other positions. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. I mean, or if you do it, you need that quarterback to be that good. You know, because otherwise, if you're, you know, like you said, like if you're taking Lamar in the first round and you get guys like, you know, Russell Wilson and and Josh Allen are going five, six, seven rounds later and are putting up as good or better production, then you're really, you're really dug yourself a hole here. Um, yeah, no, I yeah. agree. 
But Lance, good win for him um, as he is uh, trying to tread water here without, you know, lost Saquon, obviously, for the year. So, you know, any any uh, anything, he's basically playing with house money at this point. So, you know, good win for him. Uh, let's see. Where yeah, he's a quiet two. He's a quiet two and one right now. Yeah, and, you know, and as we as was I was saying with uh, Corby last week. I mean, if you got, you know, Mahomes and, and Hopkins are going to have enough big games to, you know, hopefully, you know, keep you in, keep you in there, get you a few wins, and you know, maybe sneak into the playoffs. Who knows? Stranger things have happened. Uh, all right, uh, Team Ownage 104, the Big Dogs 85, as uh, Team Ownage hands uh, Ron uh, his first loss after he was the talk of the town after a couple weeks. But um, as my brother warned, the uh, the Matt Ryan, Julio Jones stack will only take you so far, especially if uh, Julio doesn't even play, uh, which hurts. And uh, Matt Ryan only 13 points in a, a another uh, epic collapse for the Falcons as they were up by 16 in the fourth quarter. I mean, has, has it ever been a team? I mean, can you even imagine, Micah? I know it's it sucks being a, a football team fan, but uh, is there? Have you ever seen a team that can can uh, snatch a defeat from the jaws of victory quite like the Falcons? It's unbelievable. Not not the way they do. I mean, nobody last week in that game against Dallas. I don't care what the coaches say. Nobody knew the rule on the onside's kick. Nobody. Oh, yeah, clearly. And you so, couldn't. I mean, that was ridiculous. I'd never seen it. I was just sitting here minding my own business in my uh, man cave screaming, yeah, just jump on the ball. What are you doing? Like, ah, it's so crazy. And then, yeah. I mean, the kid, <laughs> the, the Zacchaeus kid from UVA just stood there with his thumb up his butt watching the ball roll right towards him and does nothing. I mean, it, it was the, the, the worst, most egregious special teams error I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then to come back and and do it, blow it, a sixteen point fourth quarter lead the next week. Even after that, to Nick Foles off the bench, uh, the savior for Chicago, it's just unbelievable. Two weeks in a row to have a two touchdown lead in the fourth quarter and uh, and not be able to put it away. Uh, yeah, very tough, very tough. That coach has got to be on the hot seat uh, for sure. Um, well, other side of the ball here. Well, I didn't even talk about Ron's team, but yeah, tough week. You know, it's injuries. I, I like Ron's team still. You know, Elliott and Jones had some down weeks, but uh, Allen Robinson looked better with uh, with uh, with Foles in. So, you know, I still like that starting lineup when he's firing on all cylinders. Um, but for uh, Ownage, uh, 104, a tough week as uh, he loses um, Carson on uh, – I was surprised it wasn't a torn ACL. That was a really dirty hit uh, on that play. And uh, and Godwin also, uh, I guess, out now with a hamstring injury. So, um, you know, he got the win, but he's going to have to uh, rely on some of that depth here. So he, he does have Gallup in, uh, but uh, who's he got? McKinnon's hurt and Le'Veon Bell's on injury, so we'll see. I assume he made a move here. We'll pick it that up because he does not have uh, the healthy running backs uh, right now. So um, what, do you, what yeah. do you think of the, uh, these squads? Yeah, I mean, I'm like you. I I thought that that the Carson hit was was going to be really bad. I thought it tore his ACL too. It looks like Godwin's going to be out longer than Carson now. But uh, that was another thing with trading Carson. He just has a way of, of finding a way to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, he's having a great year last year when he had the hip injury. Um, so, oh, I you know, maybe he's going to have a great year, but. but Whatever happens, he's not on my team, and I'm glad. I like Dave's team. He needs a quarterback. You talk about people in that quarterback market. Um, I don't know if I want to trust Tannehill or Breeze every week. Breeze had a nice game this week, mm-hmm. but it's it's kind of scary to trust those two guys uh, week in and week out. 
Yeah, I don't disagree with that. And, you know, Breeze had a good, you know, fantasy performance, but I, I didn't particularly... I wasn't blown away with uh, with what I saw in the in the real-life action. But, again, without Michael Thomas, so we'll see. I mean, that's, you know, give him his security blanket back. It could be the return of the old Breeze, you know. I don't know. Lee Lee's was talking about putting uh, putting Jameis in there for a while, so as, as the resident Saints fan, I, that's not a vote of uh, confidence, but... Um, yeah, we'll see. But I, yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. Um, final action, closest game of the week. La Resistance, 103, Covidians, 96, uh, as, uh, Tyler Lockett and, uh, with 35, huge game for him as he had three touchdowns in the first half and, uh, Roethlisberger got me 23, uh, on the other side of the ball. Murray, uh, 24, 20 from Metcalf, um, and uh, 19 from the Patriots D, 11 from Galladay, but, Story of this, this was just a Monday night escape here. I had no business winning this game. The uh, the Metcalf, the the epic uh, brain fart on Metcalf should have had a, a long touchdown. And then um, Butker missed a couple kicks on Monday night. And, I yeah, I, I was up by, like, what, 11 or 12 going into Monday night. And Butker left a lot of points on the board. So, um, yeah, this was a... Uh, Whatever the opposite of a Monday Night Miracle is, this is a Monday Night Escape here. Richard could not pull pull the, you know, just even an average uh, Butker game would have gotten him. It. So, um, two weeks in a row, I've held on, held on in these uh, low scoring games. But sometimes you gotta, you gotta just, you know, if, if you can be that team that nobody puts up a huge week against you, that can be enough to to get you in. And I'm just kind of hoping to tread water, you know, until McCaffrey gets back and and. You know, picked up another injury with Goddard uh, getting banged up, and already, you know, hopefully Kittle will come back. So I'm just kind of hoping to to scrape by here for a few more weeks. Yeah, Richard was really unhappy with the Metcalf thing. He was texting me. Um, I was actually not watching the the um, Cowboy Seahawks game at that time when Metcalf screwed up, but I uh, saw the replay of it during the game of the fourth quarter and and i just said man what the hell happened that was that was just stupid um and and i told richard then that's going to cost you a win this week that that is going to that's cost what I, you a I win texted you, Lee, i and, thought uh, he brother. had a chance i was like if i lose if i win if i somehow hold on and win this game by like eight points or less then like that play is like so huge it's like yeah it was so bad i don't know well you got to think that'll never happen to him yeah, again i thought Booker would have a big night too yeah, and he missed an extra point. No, that'll never happen again. You think? I mean, we've seen things, you know, we've seen dumb things like that. What, who was it, uh, Deshaun Jackson, that just, like, dropped the ball before he crossed the goal line you know, 10, yep. 12 years ago, whatever it was. So, I mean, yeah, you, you see weird things like that. But, yeah, you got to think um, Pete Carroll probably chewed him out at uh, in halftime for that one. <laughs> Um, all right, Micah. Well, uh, let's take a look over here at the standings after week three in the uh, Western Division. Red Wolves 3-0, and uh, a nice even 400 points through three weeks. Very impressive. Uh, La Resistance also 3-0. and Many points back, uh, not quite scoring at that uh, prolific rate. Uh, one and two for Flagbros and Covidians and Gambinos at 0-3 with uh, work to be done here. Uh, over in the east, you got Big Dogs, Thigh Nasties, and Team Ownage at two and one, and the Blue Streaks one and two, and the Cockheads zero oh and three. So, any uh, any advice for these zero oh and three teams? And uh, you just just keep fighting, just keep 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 grinding, and, and hope for the best. What what do you do here? That's all you really can do. We've seen teams 
start off red hot and then fall off. But it, look, you've got an opportunity to get a, a big time uh, waiver pick, and uh, you got to take your chances with that and make some moves, be aggressive, and yeah, you'll be all right. Get back in this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, well, let's take a look at the waiver moves heading into week number four. Um, oh, wait, I was, sorry. I was like, what is going on? My, my moves, I was like looking at all the weird, I was like looking at like the lineup moves here. Hang on. Sorry, Mike, this is, uh, let me get things together here. All right, all right, here we go. Oh, this is still weird. Jeez, what just happened? Okay, okay, and we're back. All right, uh, yeah, so waiver action here, uh, Gambino's. Jerry Goff in, uh, Matthew Stafford is out, uh, Goff has a, I believe they're playing the Giants this week, um, I will confess I had a hit in on Goff, I would have, uh, probably should have put that in last week, seeing as how this went down, I was, I was gonna pick him up and play him if I could have got him, so, uh, I think that's a good play for, for Gambino's. Uh, Cockheads, Miles Gaskin in, Antonio Gibson out, so, uh, that was, uh, Part of that trade, yeah, that was uh, that he acquired, and he's uh, cut bait on that. And Gaskin is the starting running back in Miami, so uh, yeah, I, I certainly looked hard, long and hard at him. Uh, kicker move for Covidians: Randy Bullock and Chris Boswell out. Uh, Blue streaks: Damian Harris is in, and Dion Lewis is out. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the uh, immediate help that uh, Blue streaks might need, but uh, could be a long-term stash there. Um, Onich, uh, Carlos Hyde in, Le'Veon Bell out. This was a nice pickup here. If you're if you're thinking Carson's out, Micah, what do you? I I, I looked at at Hyde. Um, who would have been your number one? Uh, there were a couple different running backs uh, on the th on the on the wire, you know, that were potential pickups. I, I was debating between Hyde, uh, you know, Hyde, uh, Gaskin, a couple other guys. Who 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 would you have gone for here? Yeah, I probably would have gone Carlos Hyde in this situation because he probably is going to get a lot of volume with Carson out. Um, Gaskin, the problem is he's, he gets a lot of touches, but Jordan Howard comes yeah. in on the goal line and steals touchdown from him. That that He's just a touchdown vulture. That's, that kills him. Uh, Jeff Wilson, but you just don't know how long you're going to have all those guys out for the 49ers. So I, I probably would have gone with Carlos Hyde. Uh, would have been my number one this week. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. I th I, uh, I believe I had a hit. Uh, I think I had a hit on Hyde as well. Yeah, I'll... That's the only problem with being being the only problem with uh, not being as good as your record would indicate at three and zero, and you never. I've gotten lucky a couple of weeks, and I, I've you know scraping by off some bullshit, and then I can't ever get the guys all the waivers that I need to help my team. Uh, well, let's see, Nasty's uh, Jeff, the aforementioned Jeff Wilson in, and Josh Kelly out. Uh, so he's he looks like he's going to get plenty of carries. Uh, big dogs, uh, Seahawks in, Falcons defense out. Um, who are who is Seattle playing? Because their defense has been terrible. Uh, that is uh, yeah. I don't I don't know who they're playing, but I was a little surprised. Like I, I am not one to use a waiver move on a kicker or a defense. I don't either. Yeah, that's oh, they're playing Miami, but isn't like Seattle giving up some like the the passing yards they've given up is like so far and away like the worst in in like history or something something bad. Probably. It's the reason that uh, uh, Russell Wilson's throwing the ball a million yeah. times a game is because the defense is atrocious. Um, let's see. La Resistance, Alan Lazard in, J.K. Dobbins out. Um, I uh, 
I still believe in J.K. Dobbins. I, 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 I didn't want to do this, but that backfield is just a, a mess. And um, and uh, more importantly, I've got uh, Devontae Adams. I don't know if he's going to play, and he's playing a Sunday night or was Sunday or Monday night. And uh, I need I need a, a pivot if he if he's a late scratch. So that was that was the thinking there. Um, Red Wolves. Uh, speaking of yeah, the the cluttered uh, Baltimore backfield, you've seen enough of it as well, and uh, and go with uh, Murray there uh, and cut Ingram. So that's just that's just handcuff play. Absolutely. I I felt like I was living on borrowed time, and I knew where I am right now in the standings. If Kamar if Kamara gets hurt, I, there's no way I was well, getting Latavius Murray. I mean, I'll tell you, like the as many. Uh, running back injuries as we've seen through three weeks. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I think that's a that's a smart play as well. Um, cockheads here, Robert Tanyan and Jack Doyle out. And I'll tell you, this is a guy that I was am not familiar with, but I looked at him because I'm in a similar situation with uh, with uh, Kittle, where he's playing a late game, and then I was like, well, maybe I need a guy, I need a tight end that's uh, playing late, and then I was like, well, no one's going to pick up Robert Tanyan. I've never even heard of this guy, and then and then freaking Paul gets Robert Tanyan. I couldn't believe it. I've never heard of the guy, so this is the first time I've even seen the name. What an insult! I was like, this is going to be my sneaky little uh, Kittle insurance. If Kittle gets scratched on Sunday night, I can put in this Tanyan on the Monday nighter, and then uh, Paul just, just snipes me. Oh, what a jerk. Uh, Thon Nasties here. Uh, Foles in, Baker Mayfield out. So he's buying the uh, the, the Foles hype. Um, and what what, are, what will be your lasting memory of the, the Mitchell Trubisky era in Chicago, uh, Micah? It, it, so many great moments. Um, I, I, can't, I can't think of one right off the bat. I, I hated watching him play. I, I think there was like one, one game where I was uh, – I was playing. Corpy was somehow starting Mitchell Trubisky against me in this league, and and Mitch Trubisky had like five touchdowns, and and Corpy beat me, and I'll I'll never forget it. It, it, it uh, scarred me. But in real football, no, very very few and far between. Just a, a sad, sad times. Uh, let's see. Okay, so here was my backup uh, move here. I, I since I couldn't get uh, my guy Tanyan, I came back with uh, Jimmy Graham, and uh, as as uh, Goddard is out, and then you came back another tight end move here, Goskowski in, or Gosk- Gronkowski in, and uh, the uh, the Drew Sample experiment. Now you've 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 seen enough. The small sample size it was enough for you to uh, to. Help. That's a terrible punt. Sorry, I apologize for that. But you've seen enough. Uh, you know that. <laughs> I saw enough. Yeah, no, it was it was uh, Gronk had a nice week, so figured run with him as a Hayden Hurst backup for a little bit. All right, and uh, only one post waiver move. Is this right? Uh, you're right back at it here. Cowboys in and uh, the the football team out, huh? That's gotta hurt. Yeah, the hated Cowboys. Really no, uh, yeah, both both defenses are bad. It was. Um, I'm mainly looking at week eleven, and I forget what the matchup is, but. Uh, uh, at this point, the Bills are going to play every week. I don't want to have to go to either one of these teams. I just need a bye week replacement. Yeah, unless you can find yeah, if you're you're stream the stream whoever's playing the Jets. I guess that might be the strategy. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah. Micah. Uh, well, can I uh, can I run to the restroom real quick and then we'll uh, preview week four? Sounds good to me. All right. Thank you. Be right. All right. Thank you. Sorry about that, Micah. I am back. Um, we will do as I like to do. We'll go from uh, right to left across my board here in week four. Uh, 
First game, Covidians one and two against Thanasis two and one. But the Covidians coming in as a sixty percent guru favorite. Um, behind the strength of uh, it looks like the uh, the running backs is the guru likes Josh Jacobs, even though in a tough matchup against Buffalo. But uh, Kenyon Drake against Carolina does look like a nice matchup for him. Uh, Richards got Galladay back and uh, Metcalf against Miami looks like a tasty matchup there as well. Um, Still riding that that Murray uh, Drake stack, and we'll see. That has not really uh, been too fruitful so far. It's uh, it's a little tough when you got the running back and the quarterback. It's it's hard for them both to go off at the same time. Um, it's interesting. I don't know. I like Mike Davis. I don't know if I'd be. I don't know if you can play him over either of those two, but maybe um, for Lance, it's you know it's Mahomes, uh, Henderson against uh, the Giants. Looks like it could be another nice game. Um, Wilson off the wire. Uh, Hopkins and uh, C.D. Lamb is in there right now against Cleveland. As uh, who's he got? Debo Samuel's his only other receiver. So. Um, what do you think? I, the, the guru seems to be favoring uh, Covidians. Uh, do, can Mahomes and Henderson and Hopkins be enough to, to, to lift uh, Thonassies to another win here, an upset? Uh, Mahomes has a really tough matchup with the Patriots this week. And if you know anything about Bill, Bill Belichick, is he finds ways to take, to take the best players out of games. I think he could take Tyreek Hill out of this game or, or Kelsey and make it uncomfortable for Patrick Mahomes. I don't like the stack, typically, of Murray and Drake, but I like him against Carolina. I actually think that you use Murray to hopefully get a lead and then Drake to, uh, to run the clock. Um, I think Richard's team is is actually a lot better than he thinks it is, and um, I actually think he wins this week. And and I'm going to agree with the guru with this one. Yeah, I think I. Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, it's hard. You know, it, it just the. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's tough. It's Lance. You know, he's he's playing without Saquon. That team on paper looked so good with Mahomes and Saquon and 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 Hopkins, and he never really got to see it. But yeah, it's it's. It's tough. I, I can't. I can't pick uh, pick uh, Thonassies this week. And I, yeah, I agree. You know, Belichick always he's he's you know he's going to have some kind of something schemed up to try to to limit limit what Mahomes did. And, and we'll see. We'll see if you know Andy Reid might have something up his sleeve too. Well, we'll you never know because he kind of did that against the Ravens. They didn't throw anything deep for two weeks and then just came out just dropping deep balls. So who knows what uh, what they'll do? But yeah, give me uh, give me Corby this week. Uh, close guru here, the uh, the 0 and 3 Cockheads looking to get off the Schneid, and they're playing two and one team ownage. Uh, Cockheads a 52 percent guru favorite, um, and if uh, if Lamar Jackson's ever going to bounce back, it could be against your Washington football team here, Micah. You 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 think this could be could be the one? Um, we will see. Uh, Mixon against Jacksonville could be good. Uh, Singletary, nice play against uh, Vegas. And uh, but yeah, you you were talking about this uh, this Pittsburgh situation. Um, he's got Smith Schuster in there right now, and uh, and we don't know how that's going to play out. Uh, he does have Cooper Cup on the bench against the Giants, so that's a nice little plug and play if he needs to go that way. Um, for Onage, yeah, Breeze is in against Detroit. You've got Henry in that Pittsburgh matchup as well, uh, so that's uh, that's tough as he does not have a healthy running back to uh, to fill in right now. So maybe a, a move on the way for Onage if that does get moved out. Um, Hyde against Miami off the wire. Uh, Hill against New England as you mentioned, and uh, Gallup versus Cleveland. So um, 
What do you think here? This is uh, this is a tough game to predict without without knowing uh, if this Pittsburgh Tennessee game is even going to happen and and when it's going to happen and who's going to play if it does. Yeah, no, I, this one is tough. Um, I think Paul has the better matchups here. Jackson is going to run all over the Washington defense. There, I, I just especially if Chase Young is out, he is going to run all over them. Mixing against Jacksonville, like you said, even Singletary against Vegas. Good matchups for his receivers. If um, Pittsburgh doesn't play, he can plug in Cooper uh, Cooper Cup against the Giants. Um, we already mentioned Tyreek Hill against the Patriots for for Dave. That would concern me. Um, I don't trust Michael Gallup. That's why I traded him. And uh, the situation with Henry, I'd be really worried about. I'm taking Paul this week. Yeah, this is tough. I I, I want to pick. I want to pick Ownage because uh, I, I I see a uh, I can see this being like the huge a huge D week for my Rams here against uh, against Danny Dimes who I think has the 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 most uh, turnovers of some stat like the most turnovers through his first like twenty five games or whatever like even more than Jameis Winston or something like that but uh, it, to do it he would need Henry to uh, to have a big game and I just don't know against that Pittsburgh run defense I just don't see it either so I. I as much as I, I want to uh, to pick pick ownage, I, I cockheads get off the schneid here. As uh, Mike and I are just going to agree, no, no, there's no interesting content. We're just going to agree on everything here. Well, we'll see. We'll probably just make it boring. We'll probably agree on this one too. Uh, Flag Bros coming in as a sixty five percent guru favorite. As uh, Gambinos have uh, said, they will be the guru underdog in every game this week. Uh, we'll see if uh, deservedly so this week. Um, but uh, for Flag Bros, it's it's uh, Josh Allen again against uh, Vegas, Chubb against Dallas, uh, Edwards Elaire at New Eng- or uh, at home against New England, um, Cooper uh, for at home against Cleveland, and uh, Diggs that uh, that Allen Diggs stack, which is looking uh, like quite the valuable little property this this year um, for Lee and uh, as well as Ertz, of course, and for uh, Gambinos. Watson against Houston. That could be a, a coming out party for Watson. Uh, that Minnesota defense looks a little shaky. He's got Connor in this week against Tennessee. Uh, Cook is in the uh, the Minnesota Houston game as well. Uh, Fuller. He's got. We know Mike is. Or, uh, Mike is going to be watching that Houston Minnesota game this week because he's got Watson, Cook, and Fuller in there. He's got Keenan Allen in as well. Um, so uh, is this week we 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 thought uh, Paul can get off the Schneid? Is is this the week that uh, that uh, Gambinos can can break the seal and get that first win here, Micah? The fact that Ed, uh, Clyde Edwards uh, Hilaire is against uh, New England, yeah, I think Mikey has a real good shot this week. Uh, I'd be a little concerned about again that Pittsburgh Tennessee game with James Conner. Does Connor play? He can always plug in Eckler, which I think is going to be huge. Um, I, I'm going out on the limb. I think Mikey gets a win this week. Watch a big week between Watson and Fuller, and that's going to propel him to the upset victory. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, God. I like the pick. I can't do it, though. I got it. I, I'm i riding Lee. until I, I'm riding Josh Allen, and I think, I think Lee's finally figured out some of those uh, – those roster decisions that he needed to do, and, and Chubb has looked really good, and I, I think Chubb's going to have a big game. Um, 
I almost, it, you know, and I know you you talk about scheming guys out. I'd almost might play Robinson over uh, over uh, Clyde there, it, maybe. I you know if I was feeling crazy, I don't know that Lee feels he needs to do that as such a big guru favorite, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I feel another big uh, Allen Diggs week this week uh, against the uh, the Grudens. So give me the flag, bros. Um, I'll make a pick first for once, Mike. I don't want to always keep putting you out on there. I, I'm not, I'll, I'll, I'll pick this one first. I'll pick our, our game first. That'll be easy to pick. Uh, big dogs, two and one. Uh, John B. Neff, uh, blue streaks, one and two. Uh, so it's uh, big dogs are going Ryan against Green Bay, Zeke against the Browns, uh, Aaron Jones against Atlanta's poorest defense. Um, he's we still don't know. Is Julio playing? We don't think so. Julio's going to be out. So he's still going. Right, it looks like he's going to be out. Yeah. So it's it's Landry. I I don't like that. I feel like Ron could have maybe maybe upgrade there. Uh, he won't hear this, so it's no it's uh, it's all fair. Uh, Robinson, I, I like looked good, and uh, Fant, I like. Uh, but that Seahawks D against Miami, I I think that's a questionable move as well. Um, for John B, uh, Russell hustle and bustle at Miami, Gurley at Green Bay. Johnson versus Minnesota's uh, bad defense. If, if David Johnson's ever going to get going, uh, this is the time to do it. A.J. Green at uh, Jacksonville and Michael Thomas in. It looked like he practiced in full uh, today, I think I saw. So he's playing the Lions and uh, Kelsey versus New England. Um, I will pick this game. I am taking... God, I... I want to pick John B, but that AJ Green just is terrible. AJ Green is so washed. John B, make a move. I'm 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 going to assume. I'm going to hope. I feel like Russell Wilson's got another fifty points in him here against Miami. Russell Wilson's got another fifty in him. John B somehow pulls this out. David Johnson goes off. I I don't know. This is a horrible pick, but I I feel it. I I feel something crazy happens here. Uh, give me John B. I, I have no reason to disagree with you, but I'm going to. Yeah, you should. Um, you have every reason to disagree with. It. It's a horrible pick because John B has AJ Green in the starting lineup. AJ Green has been awful, awful. He's got AJ Green, and he's got Todd Gurley, and Atlanta's going to have to throw the ball so much in this game because they're going to fall behind Green Bay's defense. I, that's why I like Matt Ryan in this game. I like for him throwing probably. 50 or 60 times, he's going to have 420 yards, a couple of touchdowns. I hope they're all to Calvin Ridley. And Aaron Jones is going to run the ball down the throat of Atlanta. This is going to be a fantasy bonanza on Monday night. And I think that because of having Ryan and Aaron Jones, not to mention Zeke against Cleveland, I think Ron wins, and I think Ron wins it easy. I Well, I think that's a safe pick. I agree. I don't know. I, I'm buying this. I, I'm I'm buying this uh, Russell Wilson for MVP uh, hype. I'm, I'm I'm just feeling him. I'm saying fifty a week, and somehow I I, I feel like this. I I'm uh, I don't know. I have a feeling about David Johnson this week. We'll see. It could be. I don't know. Could could blow up in my face. But what can you do? Uh, and fi- finally, uh, the game of the week. I guess by all accounts. Uh, and, and, and the game of two three and O teams yet the biggest guru favorite that we've got out here is three and O MM's Red Wolves take on three and O La Resistance Red Wolves sixty nine percent favorite here um, just an absurd thirty four point guru prediction for Dak Prescott uh, that's uh, 
most of the difference, really. I, I, it's about a 20-point favorite um, for you. Uh, Kamara, he's playing Cleveland. Uh, Kamara against Detroit. This is just scary. I don't even like looking at this uh, lineup that you got out here. Uh, Sanders on a Sunday night against San Francisco. Uh, Bobby Trees against the Giants. That looks good. And uh, Ridley, obviously a must-start. Um, and the Bills D, Hayden Hurst, Tucker. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Um, we got Wentz in there right now, who's been awful. Awful, because I don't know if Roethlisberger's going to play. <laughs> I really needed Goff. I really needed anybody. I got nobody. I got no uh, – Roethlisberger's in my starter. I, I'm hoping he's, they're going to play that game. He's listed as uh, as uh, not applicable for when that game is being held, so we'll see. Um, Taylor has a tough matchup. Uh, Fournette is terrible and uh, also hurt. And, uh, yeah, so, um, Micah, I, I can't John B. myself as much as, if there was ever a week to John B. myself, this would be the week, the, the, I don't even know the possible scenario that I win this game. Uh, it definitely requires some injuries and or, uh, you know, a horrible misfortune to befall your team. So I, I'm going to pick myself. Uh, but I would not put any money on it. Where are you? Uh, where do you lie on this one? Well, Miles Sanders picked up a Swiss flag today. He uh, he didn't practice today, which is concerning because of the fact that Melvin Gordon plays on Thursday against the Jets. Um, so though. yeah, you, but you I don't put want him to put there. him in. I, I can't yeah. put him in and not have. So you know, if Sanders doesn't play, then you're looking at a Kamara and Latavius Murray. Of course, the problem is well, it's Sunday night. So I'm I'm. I that bothers me. It's it bothers me a lot. Um, so yeah, I mean that that taking I may have to take a zero there if he doesn't play. I don't yeah. want to drop Murray or somebody. So I I hate being in that situation, but we'll see what happens the next couple of days. Um, I look, it, I hate being a, a guru favorite by this much because the guru is the most untrustworthy prognosticator of fantasy football that I know. <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's, it's just so bad. Um, well, as you, as so you'll see it, I like think, sometimes you'll be playing the game and it'll have you as like a 99.99% favorite to win, like in the middle of the game. And you're like, well, he's still got like three guys to go. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is not over. What you, what's happening? The thing that, the thing that gets me is, is about CBS, they rank players. So they might put Kamara at 17 points and Sanders at 12 points as projections, but somehow for some stupid reason, Sanders is ranked higher. It doesn't make any sense. It is a oh, stupidest really? thing. That's, that's not, funny. that's not the case this week between those two but i've just seen it too many times um so i take no no uh i have no trust in the guru um because i just i don't see that uh happening so i think you got a better shot than you think and honestly i'm i'm worried about it i i go in every week worried about it and i'm worried about this week um because it you know two or three freak things happen and all of a sudden you know i'm i'm you're well, in first place i'll tell I'm, you I'm, i'll need I'll uh I'll I'll need it if I'm gonna do it. I think it's gonna be that Ravens D. I think it's gonna be uh, your your boy Haskins uh, coughing it up a couple times and maybe a DTD or two, you know, or to do it. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Oh, but, you could easily you could easily get a thirty point game. Yeah, that's I uh, yeah from that, from the Ravens. It's gonna need something like that and, and and Kittle to go off or something, you know, in his return. But um, 
Yeah, anyway. All right, Micah. Well, uh, I saw your your uh, co-hosts have come in wondering where Daddy is, so we will uh, we'll let you go. I, I appreciate you joining me, as always. Um, best of luck, uh, maybe not this week, but for the rest of the season afterwards. And, uh, yeah, we, I appreciate it, and we'll talk to you later. Hey, Dave, thank you again. I hope we didn't talk over each other too much because God knows we heard enough of that during that train wreck of a debate yeah. last night. So, um, I hope that, that we can uh, that it didn't sound at all like that. Like too, uh, oh god, like, you know my kids behave better than that. That was that was a complete shit show. Yeah, and, um, that was just it was truly a sad display of <laughs> of humanity last well, night. Good on us for having a conversation. I was trying not to bring it. I, I tried to put it out of my mind, but I don't know. I think we had a little uh, little uh, technical difficulties, but I'll try to clean that up in post. And uh, you know, and uh, hey, I, I appreciate it, man. You know, I, uh, yeah, have it, have a good one, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, hopefully uh, sometime later this season. All right, Dave. Thanks a lot. Buddy. All right, see you, man. Bye. See you.